0: I'm Hopeful iOS and I'm going to be talking a little bit about competitive cheer. A lot of people think that cheerleading is not a sport and I would have to say I do agree with that statement if you're talking about high school cheer, but all star cheerleading is a completely different roadway. So, I'm going to be just kind of explaining some of the dangers and you know, ups and downs of all-star cheerleading. So let's go ahead and get started. The first point I would like to make is that all-star cheerleaders don't have any type of protective gear. I've talked to football players before and whenever I try and say that all-star cheerleading is a sport, their favorite response is to say, no it's not, it's not even hard, it's not even dangerous. Well, That is completely false. You're throwing girls' feet in the air and they have no protective gear. So if they fall, you know, there's been deaths. There's been crazy injuries that have happened. And not only in stunting, but in tumbling in itself. I mean, you can get good at almost any sport to a certain extreme. But to do cheerleading, you kind of have to be naturally talented and not everyone's built to bend their bodies in the way that we do so you know it's just all about perspective um but that's a really big thing a lot of girls get concussions every season that i've done all-star cheer we have at least one girl get a concussion because we don't have helmets and whether it's falling and tumbling falling and stunting or actually getting hit by a flyer and stunting which means the girl on top falls down on you then you just are very able to get a concussion so next i'm going to be talking about levels another reason that people may think it's not a sport is because the all-star cheerleading that they've seen is a very minuscule easy level it ranges all the way to level seven. So starting at level one, you have to have a back walkover, a front walkover, and multiple front walkovers, and a back walkover switch kick. Um, these are all kind of hard to explain if you don't do cheer because most people only know backflip and back handspring, and like roundoffs. But I can try my best, basically you just bend backwards and put your hands down without jumping. That's the major difference between a back handspring and a back walkover. And a back walkover, your legs are split. And then in a front walkover, it's the same thing, but forwards. So then, moving on to level two, you have to have a back handspring, a round-off back handspring, a round-off two back handsprings, which means you just add another back handspring to it, and a back handspring back walk over back handspring so that is where you do a back handspring and the thing i explained a second ago and add a back handspring at the end and then level three goes on to doing back flips and front flips level four goes on to doing fulls and that i don't even know how to explain that you basically just do a back flip and twist your body Folds and layouts and a layout is a backflip but you straighten your legs and then a level five is just starting to increase stunting there's no way for me really to explain that but if you look up level five stunts you should be able to see more about it um and level six is same thing you're doing arabians though and that's just like a really complicated front flip and any other tumbling you're allowed to do double backflips if you have one um which is very rare but and then level six or level seven was just originally created as well as level 4.2 i'm on a level 4.2 it's level four stunts with level two tumbling so these two levels were created last year level seven is for adults so my coach is actually on a level seven team And you're going to be hearing from him in just a little bit about his thoughts on why cheerleading should be considered a sport. But basically, if you were to see a level 1 team compete, or maybe even a level 2, you may think, oh, that's not too hard. But once you start getting to level 3, level 4.2, and up... You start to see the stunts and how dangerous it is to be throwing these girls up and they're doing all these twists and all these spins and how high up they go with nothing on them. And you just start to realize that the amount of danger level is too difficult to be considered not a sport. Not only danger level, but skill set. I mean, if you told a random person that has never done cheer in their life to do a full twisting tiktok they would be like what is that and then if you showed them they would probably fall on their face whereas if you told a random girl that's never played soccer kick that ball in a goal they may be able to do it and it's realistic so basically i think that the stigma around cheerleading should be diminished i understand you see high school cheerleaders and they're just like woo go cardinals or whatever But whenever it comes to competitive and all-star cheerleading, I think that people should educate themselves. And that's why I'm making this podcast. To try and explain the different levels and the dangers. So, yeah. There have been much more deaths of cheerleaders compared to football players. I'm comparing these two sports because people tend to think of football as the most dangerous sport and difficult sport because it's a contact sport and cheerleading is things of all like peppy and not hard and like a blow-off thing to do. So I'm going to be talking about the death of Lauren Chang She died in 2008 on April 14th, and she was at a competition. She had gotten kicked by a teammate on accident, of course, so hard that her lungs literally collapsed. Her lungs literally collapsed, and she died. The most recent death on the field for football was all the way back in 1971 so that already in itself goes to show you a little bit about how you know there haven't been any advancements really to help protect cheerleaders because of the fact that we still don't have any protective gear and i'm not saying that i'm pushing for protective gear because i think that's a risk you should be willing to take to do the sport because Cheerleaders are supposed to be performers and we're supposed to look pretty. But I'm just saying that if football players didn't have the protective gear, of course there would be more injuries. It's just bound to happen. There is actually a statistic of... There being one death per year on average from 1991 to 2015 by cheerleading. That's kind of crazy. I didn't even expect that going into it. I did know there's been several deaths on the competition stage. But I never knew that it was a yearly thing. So we're all learning something new.